I am Chris Klein, Director of Butterfly Ridge Conservation Center in Southeast Ohio, and this is Ridge Notes. This is Chris Klein, Director of Butterfly Ridge Butterfly Conservation Center in Southeast Ohio, and I wanted to welcome you to another episode of Ridge Notes. This is episode 7. And today we will be talking about native R's. And native R, that might be a a term that you are unfamiliar with. So we'll start out with some definitions here. So what is a native R? Well, uh, that is a native plant that has been tinkered with uh, genetically or selected for a specific trait. And there are some different examples of that. So, for example, in the nursery trade, uh, you will find a variety of butterfly weed, Glepius tuberosa, that is known as Hello Yellow. Now, what that is, that is a naturally occurring yellow form of butterfly weed. We, in fact, have some here at Butterfly Ridge that we did not plant. It just came up on its own. And what has happened is that the commercial uh, nursery industry has taken seed from that, given it a catchy name, and now sells it as Hello Yellow Butterfly Weed. Uh, Once again, it's a naturally occurring form of butterfly weed. You also have things like double-decker echinacea, which is purple coneflower that, if you ignore the the top part of the the, the cone, looks like normal purple coneflower, but then what they've done is it's been tinkered with, and I'm not entirely sure how, but it's been tinkered with to basically have a second set of ray flowers, or what many of you would probably refer to as petals, uh, actually at the top of the cone rather than the base of the cone. So you have pink petals at the bottom of the cone and then again at the top. Uh, Sort of bizarre. Um, So that's another type of a native var. Once again, that's called double-decker echinacea. There is also what is known as green twister echinacea, which is purple coneflower with multicolor petals or ray flowers. So green and then kind of a gold color and then the classic pink all on the same ray flower. Okay, so all of these would qualify as native ours. And so what is the problem with native ours? I mean, you know, why, why am I doing a Ridge Notes episode specifically on native R's? Um, well, yeah, there is in fact a problem with native R's. Probably if, if you want to learn more information, what I'm going to be telling you comes from research that was done by Annie White. She is a professor at the University of Vermont. And what she did, she had a couple garden plots there in Vermont. And she planted nativars next to their wild cousins. So, for example, she had the hello yellow butterfly weed next to what you would consider as the typical orange-flowered butterfly weed. 
And she did that with several different um, Native R wild combinations. And then she sat there and recorded which plants the pollinators went to and which plants they didn't. Uh, pretty simple stuff. And what Annie found was that without a shadow of a doubt, it was the wild forms of these native plants that received the most activity from the pollinators. The, if I recall from her data set, there was no combination in which the native R performed better with pollinators than the wild type. There were a few combinations in which the native R and the wild type basically performed equally as far as the pollinators were concerned. And in a majority of the pairs, it was the wild type that had much more activity from the pollinators than the native R. And Annie went on to um, surmise that at least a part of the problem is that these native R's tend to have decreased pollen and nectar production. You see, and here's the thing. When you genetically tinker with stuff, okay, uh, in order to get, you know, different color petals or double flowers or triple flowers or flowers on top of flowers like that double-decker echinacea, when you're tinkering with stuff, ultimately something gets tinkered out. And it's not necessarily an intentional thing, it's just a part of how genetics works. Okay, if you're going to mess with one thing, it's inevitable that something else is going to be messed with too, since, you know, that's kind of the nature of, of genes. And so, what has been found is that the thing that typically gets tinkered out of these native R's is pollen and nectar production. Well, keep in mind, that's the whole reason why the pollinator is visiting the flower, okay, is to acquire pollen or nectar, one or the other or both. So if you tinker that out of the equation, then I guess my question to you is, is what good is the plant at least the pollinators. Sure, it may look pretty, but you know, here at Butterfly Ridge, our philosophy is if all you've got going for you is that you're pretty, then you're probably not going to get planted here. Okay, there there is something to be said for functionality. And so Annie White's uh, research there in Vermont has helped to you know, present this as a potential problem because I, you know, I understand these native R's can be quite popular. I mean, who doesn't want a purple coneflower that's green and orange and yellow and purple and everything else, rainbow colors. But once again, if you're looking at it from a little bit bigger picture, you know, beyond the, the pretty value, you'll see that really it's not all that helpful. And so that is the issue with native R's, okay? It's not necessarily what's been tinkered into them. It, the problem is what has been tinkered out of them. And if you would like to learn more about Annie's research there in Vermont, her website is www.pollinatorgardens.org. And pollinator gardens is one, all one word. Now here at Butterfly Ridge, 
as some of you may or may not know, uh, we have used strictly natives in our uh, habitat efforts here at Butterfly Ridge. Since 2015, we have planted over 5,000 plants here at Butterfly Ridge. Oh, I'd say about 99% of those we grew from seed in our greenhouses. Um, and of those that we didn't uh, grow from seed, only seven were not native. Okay, we planted two butterfly bushes next to our nature center, and then we plant a non native uh, pipe vine, at least not native to Ohio, called Aristolochia macrophylla. Yes, Aristolochia macrophylla. It's native all around Ohio, okay, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Kentucky. It just basically hasn't made it across the river yet into Ohio uh, naturally. The reason we planted it was to encourage our pipevine swallowtails. They use pipevine as a caterpillar host plant. Our native pipevine, which we do have on site, unfortunately stays very, very small. And... Um, is not going to feed very many swallowtails. So we wanted to plant a more aggressive pipe vine. Now, uh, as far as native ours, we have planted two out of those 5,000. And uh, the reason we plant those two is because the truly wild form of this plant, I don't, I'm not actually sure if it even exists anymore. It certainly does not exist in the nursery trade. That is Lonicera sempervirens, and the horticultural name is uh, Major Wheeler. Once again, Lonicera sempervirens is native to Ohio, but finding that native version, that wild version, that's a better way to put it, finding a wild version is pretty much impossible. And so we went with the Major Wheeler because that's what we could find. And it's a great uh, nectar plant for the hummingbirds. And what I want to point out with all this talk about our, our planting native plants and whatnot and planting them from seed, I want to let you in on a secret, so I'll talk nice and softly. We have quadrupled our butterfly population at Butterfly Ridge. Okay, that is our big secret here. Why it's a secret, I have no idea, because we tell pretty much Everybody we see, everybody we know, part of our part of the problem, part of the reason it's a secret is that those folks don't tell anybody. So yeah, we have quadrupled our butterfly population using strictly native plants, no native ours, okay, growing things from seed. I feel quite proud of what we've accomplished here. So proud that I personally think anybody can do it. Anybody can pull off what we pulled off if they would simply listen to us. And so we started on Facebook the Ohio Native Plant Seed Exchange so that you don't have to find a native plant nursery within 100 miles of your home. Instead, join the plant the seed exchange, get seeds from other native plant enthusiasts, plant your own. Pretty soon you can give away seeds too, uh, trade seeds back and forth, and voila, you've created your native plant garden, you're increasing your butterfly population, and things are looking up. 
uh, here at Butterfly Ridge, once again, for us, it's about stealing our ideas and using them in your own home landscape. Once again, why that has to be a big secret's totally beyond me. Uh, do me a favor. Make sure the secret gets out. Tell the secret to everybody you know. Okay? Think of that person in your family that you don't dare tell anything to because they're going to tell everyone. Okay? Tell them this. Okay? And that is that Butterfly Ridge has quadrupled its butterfly population. And we are willing to tell the world how we did it. And it wasn't with native ours, okay? It was with wild-type native plants, native to Ohio, and we've done great things with them, and I know that you can do the same. And so, um, that concludes our episode 7 of Ridge Notes. Once again, the key thing, it's up to you folks to share, 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 share. Uh, get that secret out so that we can... Uh, help our local pollinators help our local butterflies because it doesn't have to be the sky is falling all the time here at butterfly ridge the sky is not falling okay the sky is is raising and uh, it can raise at your place too and so with that i thank you for joining us and until next time take good care of those pollinators Ridge Notes is sponsored by Butterfly Ridge Butterfly Conservation Center in the Hocking Hills of Southeast Ohio. Open every day but Tuesday, April 15th through October 15th.